you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Today is Friday, April 19th, 2019, and welcome to another episode of Last Week in Health IT. As with every episode, we started this one standing at the intent audience for this episode is everybody. So hope you are having a great April so far, but uh, we got a few topics today, so let's get right on into it. So Sutter and DNA Nexus are teaming up to advance precision medicine. We start off with the talk of partnerships. So Sutter Health, if you don't already know, it's a nonprofit health system in Northern California and in the United States. They have a presence in more than 100 Northern California cities and towns, and they recently announced a partnership with DNA Nexus. And this company is one that focuses on cloud-based data analytics for the sequencing of DNA data. They are also based in Northern California and Mountain View, and the partnership is going to be bringing some great advances to precision prescribing. The patient population that they are targeting is for patients with multiple sclerosis. So basically all the patients at Sutter Health System with uh, MS will be de-identified and then entered into the DNA Nexus platform. So this will allow analysis and validation of the data, potentially helping with personalized therapies and precision prescribing by looking into genomic features for specific MS subtypes and even staging, progression, and differential responses to disease-modifying therapies. All right, so the next news item is all-in-one system enables five times the increase in patients. So right down the street from me, well, actually, I guess right down the neighboring city from me, is Huntington Beach, California which is home of a company called Advanced Behavioral Health. So this group is a group of interdisciplinary uh, teams of a child psychiatrist, clinical psychologist, board-certified behavioral analyst, speech and language pathologist, occupational therapist, licensed marriage and family therapist, and registered behavioral technicians. So this news article is basically stating, well, it's telling a story of how Advanced Behavioral Health, they moved from many systems to one system by Central Reach. And the features in which Central Reach's system includes made it pretty much an all-in-one system for their entire practice. And because of the lower need for maintaining multiple systems, Applied Behavioral Health ended up being able to increase their workload by five times the amount of patients since their conversion to the system by Central Reach. All right, so the next news item is uh, NHS introduces a new tool to reduce unnecessary and lengthy stays in the hospital. As a reminder, the NHS is a national health service and they span several countries, including England, Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. So in Berkshire, the NHS is rolling out a trial tool that will actually help cut avoidable long hospital stays called Capacity Tracker. And it allows access to information by the care staff to a number of beds available in local care homes. And over 6,000 care homes have actually signed up for the system. So the adoption is pretty good and it looks like this will be a promising new tool. All right, so Mount Sinai's Health IT Enabled Surgery Suite. So Mount Sinai is a health system and it's based in New York City and it was formed back in 2013 by merging Continuum Health Partners with the Mount Sinai Medical Center. And Mount Sinai Health System employs about 39,000 employees and they have seven hospitals with about 3,000 beds total. So recently, the Durfner Foundation, which is a foundation focused on philanthropy, volunteerism, and grant making, they donated to Mount Sinai a whopping $6 million for the purposes of building a new health IT focused and enabled surgery suite that will enable more comprehensive and interactive reviews of surgical planning and a better patient consultation experience. All right, so the next news item is AI and medical imaging. So the Radiological Society of North America, or the RSNA, is an international society, well, it's not international, I mean, it's a national society of radiologists, medical physicists, and other medical professionals, and they have something to say about AI and medical imaging. So according to the RSNA, 
They are stating that the AI will have many profound opportunities for digital imaging, even though there are going to be still many challenges for them to overcome. So the report that they released, it shows that machine learning technologies has the potential to improve medical imaging by using AI and clinical imaging data in such aspects like pre-trained model architectures and distributed machine learning methods. So one of the things from this report that I thought was pretty cool is using AI to do image reconstruction in a more efficient manner to produce images that are better uh, created for human interpretation. So congenital heart defects in AI. Speaking about AI again, there's been some movement with using AI research to help people with congenital heart defects. The Nationwide Competence Network for Congenital Heart Failure, or the KNAF, is a German association that's uh, starting to do AI research to improve care in patients with congenital heart diseases. The goals of using AI methods is to improve methods in prevention, diagnosis, therapy, in adults. It's showing promise because the first AI study actually showed diagnosis accuracy achieved up to 98% when compared to a conventional diagnosis by specialists. So we'll see how this goes, and but it is something to keep an eye on. All right, so the final thing I have is investors are pushing Cerner to reach higher margins. The last news item we got is that Starboard Value who owns 1.2% stake in Cerner, is stating that Cerner has a large potential to expand operations up to 3.5%. So as a reminder, Starboard Value, if you don't already know, it's a hedge fund founded by Jeffrey Smith and Mark Mitchell. And recently, they pushed Cerner to appoint four new board members in which two of them were selected by Cerner. So with this board change and other reorganization structures at Cerner, it's a company to look out for in terms of expansion, growth, and evolution in healthcare IT. All right, so before we go, if you guys like to hear more news about healthcare IT, you can check out some great curated articles at healthcareitnews.com. It's actually where I go for daily healthcare IT news to keep myself updated on what's going on in that world. All right, if you guys like this episode, you guys can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. And you can also follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at PharmacyITME or our Instagram at PharmacyInformatics, or you can email me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. You can also follow me on my personal Twitter account at TonyDowPharmD. And one more thing is I wanted to plug a great networking opportunity. It's called Pharmacist Connect. And it's pretty much a Slack workspace that's vetted. And you have to have a license, intern license, pharmacist license, something like that in order to be accepted into the group. And it's a great networking opportunity. And I met some great colleagues on it. And there's also special channels that are focused on specific topics like managed care, informatics, or even industry, things like that. So you can find out more by visiting pharmacistconnect.com, which is at P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. Thank you again for listening. I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool. Patient care is the goal. 